0: Ready in Hamesh Arba Shelosh Stein yeah. hey. yeah. yeah. mm. Where my mom's where my mom's where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs in wrongs at raising kids, cleanin' ships need a long nap. Where my mom's where my mom's where my mom's at? Where my mom's at?
1: Oh, thank you to Nadab. What you heard there was a little behind the scenes. We decided to let you guys hear it. He counts me in in Hebrew every time.
0: Yeah, you love hearing I, me speak that.
1: I love it. I just think it adds a little something special.
0: Well, I'm glad I could help to make you feel special before every show. I do.
1: I love it. Shlemiel. <laughs> it Sounds like the Laverne. And Let's, let's go through it. What's the five? 5,
0: 4, 3, 2, and then 1. Uh,
1: 1. <laughs> <a> beautiful language. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your, your beautiful language. Okay, let's get to some business first. 2020 is upon... I can't believe we're here already. And Mama is torn. January 9th through 11th. Austin, Tejas... At Cap City Comedy Club, January 30th through February 1st. in Texas at the Houston Improv. Uh, Valentine's Day weekend in Tampa, Florida at the Improv, February 28th through 29th. Manfriend Disco, San Francisco at Cobb's Comedy Club, March 7th. Uh, I'm at the Ice House, March 13th through 14th, throughout Florida at the Miami Improv. And then Dallas, and then Judor Titties, and then Des Moines and Phoenix, Arizona. At Stand Up Live, tickets at Christina P on Loin, 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 uh, Thank you. Also, Varsity Mom and Cool Mom shirts are uh, on sale at the store. They do the merch method.com slash Tom Segura. You can get uh, Varsity Mom. I like to use Varsity Mom sweatshirt for drop-offs in the cold weather. Cool Mom for the warm weather. I like to have it all. Oh, I love this freaking shirt, you guys. All right. Thank you to everybody that's bought this stuff already. I really appreciate it. Um. So yeah, fucking. I I came across. Am I swearing for no reason? I came across, uh, the story on CNN. I thought I would share with you. It, it put it this way. It's it's funny that we're shocked, and it's funny that it's a story. But I like it nonetheless. So Nadav, roll it, as they say.
2: The idea came from me in fact my my daughter was having a uh, party a unicorn party standard for for a four year old Maria came across and she and she did all the girls' uh, unicorn hair and I thought, well I really want to get lessons just just combing my daughter's hair without a cry so if you guys
1: can't understand there okay I'm now I'm the negro and i'll what he I'll translate into American is that He's saying that this the that his daughter had a unicorn party and all the girls had their hair done like braided, and um, he wanted to learn how to braid his daughter's hair, even just comb his daughter's hair without her crying, which is so sweet because, um, it's funny. Kind, I remember my dad. I don't remember him brushing my hair, but just touching my hair. They men or grown dads just seem to touch your hand like their hand is just like a meat like a slab of beef and they just touch you so like a dog like he would kind of pet me like he pet the dog which wasn't very sensitive you know <laughs> um but so this is really cute is there more on this one yeah yeah <clears throat> so these men are learning how to braid their daughter because there's a
3: method to it and um, it, it gets yeah some people pick it up so easily the, the children actually really love it and they come back the next month saying you know my teacher said how lovely my hair was and it was like did your mummy do it no my, my dad did it
1: Wow, what a revelation. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> so these are monthly classes. Wow.
1: <clears throat> yeah, my dad did it. And, like, it's it's so cute. And at the same time, like, why are we – why is this a story? Like, it's so – it is it is shocking, no, Nadav, to see men braiding their daughter's hair and going to learn to do it.
0: Yeah, you know, it's one of those things where it's – um, you know, if you have a daughter, you're like, oh, yeah, well, I mean – you know the wife will take care of yeah the womanly things with her (laughs) but I mean there's not really a reason for a dad not to know what goes on in his daughter's life you know if hair is an important Mm -hmm. thing you know it's a it's a good excuse to hang out with your daughter
1: oh it's everything hair especially to a little girl you know having long hair how you style it and but um but Ryan Sickler excuse me when he was on here was talking about doing his daughter's hair too like they're just they're so clueless. But I love that men are, um, are wanting to... Do- like, why not? Why wouldn't you want to know how to do your daughter's hair?
0: Right. There's no real good reason against it. Yeah.
1: Like, but I feel like my own dad, if somebody had suggested this to him, he would be like, no fucking way. I have a penis. This is for gays, right? Like, What? Like I think men, like our dad's generation, assume that this would automatically make you a homosexual if you had any interest in the feminine. Any of your dads in there would braid your hair, guys? Um. Chris, you've got a long mane. (laughs) No, your dad is like a military guy.
4: Yeah, my dad would not braid my hair.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have a sister? I forget. You did. Yeah, I have a sister. And did your dad ever take an interest in braiding her hair? uh not that i can recall i'm pretty (laughs) sure my mom did that yeah (laughs) zolo Rolo with a z our intern our sweet little 20 year old intern do you have a daughter
4: never got my hair braided you have a sister Uh, no only child
1: oh that's right that's why you're here yeah i can't believe It's so funny because I don't, I don't remember my dad having an interest in anything about me, frankly. Like, I don't think, I think I, we just annoyed our parents, that generation,
0: right? Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, stop bothering me so I yeah. can make money <laughs> so you could eat. You know? It's right. one of those, I feel like that's kind of what it is, you know?
1: That is that, right. Our generation was raised by people. The dad's duties back a, a generation ago is just earn money, put food on the table and just shut up about it. Go do your duties. Right? And you don't need to be an emotional support to anybody. Right.
0: Like uh, like dad's living. life is work life yeah. and mom's life is home life. Yeah. And they're, you know, that's mutually exclusive. Like one's not involved in the other kind of. You know? Yeah. Or at least that's how I grew up.
1: Yeah. I think that's how uh, people our age, my age, uh, grew up. Yeah, absolutely. I think now the the... You know, the power dynamics are shifting and, and women are doing things men do and vice versa. It's exciting. And I imagine when you guys become parents, I think you guys are going to do it differently. Right. Do you think you'll oh. braid your daughter's hair?
0: <laughs> I mean, I think I might, you know, like I'm not going to lie. Uh, per- helping to produce the show has definitely geared me up to be a better parent. Well, oh, that's
1: <laughs> nice. Thank you. And, I mean,
0: and I think that's what it is, is that like, you know, It's always been like that where, you know, dad responsibilities and mom responsibilities have always been separated. And now that it's like coming together, it's, you know, the stigma is being lifted. And I mean, I know I wish I had a dad that braided my hair.
1: (laughs) I wish I had a dad that knew my middle name. I doubt that he knows my birthday. I bet you if we call I I don't speak to him, but if we call my dad and I, I promise you if I were like, okay, dad, what's my birthday? what's my middle name and what are my children's names he would get maybe one out of three right there's no freaking way he would know any of that but I imagine too like again that that's a generational thing it's not his fault I'm not blaming him that's how he was he was raised like a savage right he escaped communism right he he had a horrible childhood himself nobody knew his middle name so why would he evolve and you know he's just trying to survive in this country like I, I totally I get it but uh Wow. I wonder, I, guys, in your home life, what's it like? Is there a clear division of male and female duty still? Are we evolving? I wonder, because I talk to my girlfriends who have children. I mean, you look at Aaliyah and Kreischer, who's been in, on the show before, and it's clearly they're, they have a more gender-divided household, or Bert is the provider uh, and and the child and the alcohol, alcoholic parent. And then she picks up all the slack at home. I don't know, I wonder, are their dads more involved? I don't know. I mean, Tom does stuff, but by far, it's always on mom, by the way. I think it's always on mom. If that kid grows up to be a millionaire, it's like, what did mom do? If the kid grows up to be a serial killer, what did mom do? It's always on mom, damn it, it's never the dad. No one goes, oh, did his dad beat him? It's always the mom do something weird sexually with him
0: right and it's always right? like what more could the parents have done right yeah that too well you know you could start with taking your daughter to hair school once a month because we have a couple more clips
1: <laughs> oh i love day. it okay okay
0: we're
2: not the same dads since we met maria I, think. Oh, I suppose we're all the same boat. we're all dads we're all girls we come here we do
0: what we can we have a bit of Cheeky sweets from the canteen that mommy doesn't know.
1: (laughs) That's cute. He says, we come there and we have sweets that mom doesn't know about.
2: My biggest dream is to do her hair when she gets married.
1: For me, it's been about
2: just that fellowship, that friendship. And obviously learning
0: a a new skill as well is is always valuable. And I think for dads especially, finding something to do with their daughters is just um, really special.
1: Oh my God, I'm gonna cry. Can you even imagine your dad saying anything like that in a dog? Uh,
0: not gonna lie, Christina. Prepping this clip definitely got me a little teary-eyed. Really? Wish, wishing, you know, that I had a dad like that growing up.
1: Oh my God, me too. Like yeah. even my dad. Even my dad. By the way, just so you know, when we walked, did I tell you the story on this show before? We were practicing walking down the aisle at my rehearsal, wedding rehearsal. I don't think so. I didn't tell the story. Okay, so we're we're practicing, and I'm on his arm. And I go, oh my God, dad, I hope I don't cry tomorrow and ruin my makeup. And he goes, why would you cry? (laughs) Just so you know, that's what I'm dealing with. He's a psycho. Like he didn't even understand. It was like not important that I got married, didn't really. I mean, the fact that this dad is like, I wanna do my daughter's hair. I mean, get the hell out of here for her wedding. I love it. Okay, let's see this.
2: Me and Jack sort of set up Yorkie Dads about three, four years ago and it was Jack's idea to be fair to set up a a hair school. Maria's got this very simple way of teaching people which works for simple people like me and so I thought you know I can't be like
0: someone who's got involved in setting it up and be terrible at my daughter's hair.
1: (laughs) That is so adorable.
0: Just to spend time with my girls um, and being able to do something rather than them just going off to their mum to do hair. So, as you can see, follically challenged, I've never really had much to do with hair, except on my face.
1: Yeah, he's got quite a crazy mustache. He's one of those.
3: Uh, It makes me a bit emotional sometimes. I get, you know, messages from some of the dads saying how invaluable the experience is, the bond that's created between the kids. It's absolutely incredible.
2: Come along, come along, guys, and it's it's wonderful. And nobody will be as bad as me, I can assure you.
1: Oh yeah, that that doesn't that doesn't look good. But he's trying. It doesn't matter as long as he's trying. Is that like a Christmas tree he put in her hair? Yeah, looks really garbage. I'm trying to figure out if that lady talking had her eyes crossed or not. You know when you look at someone, you're like, are their eyes crossed or sh-? it's just yeah? Like let's what? What do you think? Does she have a wonky eye or it's just the angle? Because I've taken headshots before where I look cross-eyed. And I'm like, that's just the angle because I'm not cross-eyed, right? Am I? I'm not crossover. I don't think so. No, I'm not crossover. Um, <sighs> right? Like one I mean, of my eyes is a little too in.
0: The left one? Yeah. Y- yeah, I guess. Right? It's wonky. <sighs> a little bit, but you know what? She's helping dads, figuring oh, out how to do oh, hair. She gets sorry. a pass. I she forget. gets a pass, Christine. She's a good lady, I She's forget. a good, nice person. <laughs> I'm not one of those. She's not a cool girl. She's yeah. not a cool,
1: no, she's not a cool mom. She's definitely, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, that is lovely. Does, that does does bring a tear to my eye. God damn it. I'm so angry at my father. Oh, it just brings up everything, doesn't it?
5: <laughs> me also. How about that?
1: It? Oh, it's so upsetting. All right. <sighs> I wish my parents loved me. Okay, let's go on. Oh, we got some follow-up stuff. Follow-up. Uh, let's do a follow-up video. How exciting. Hey, Hitler.
2: Deanna <laughs> from Florida. Um... Not a mom hack or a mom fail, just a story I thought you might enjoy about the quarterlies. Oh. So the other day after work, (laughs) after a particularly long day at work on my feet, I'm also 35 (gasps) weeks pregnant. Oh, girl. I asked my wonderful husband for a foot massage because I'm dying emotionally and physically. (laughs) You know what his response is? You know what's good for foot pain? Blowjobs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I know. Like,
2: hey, What? This boy, mind you, got one last week. What? And is already asking for more. Ugh. Luckily, he came in four strokes, so we're all good. Piss on me, beat me.
1: That greedy little monster. He just got a weekly a week ago and now he's coming back for more. See, that's why you got to dole out the quarterly BJs once a quarter. You can't, if we start setting the precedence, it's like feeding a stray cat. Once you put the bowl of food out and they know they can keep getting it, then you're always giving them, unless you like giving them. You prefer.
0: Yeah, you give an inch, right?
1: Yeah, right. I don't, I'm not, you know, it's not my first go to is the BJ. I prefer just vaginal, like just put it in there and. You know, think of England. Okay. Here's some uh, mm, 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 mm. Oh, I like this. Okay. I have a question for you. Oh, follow up. I have a question for you about Christmas presents after listening to one of your prior podcast episodes. This is for next year. She says advice for next year. My husband and I have decided that we no longer want to buy for adults in our family on both sides between buying for parents and siblings plus plus all of the Yankee swaps. What's a Yankee swap?
0: I don't know. I imagine it's like a secret Santa. I mean, I don't know these Christmas traditions.
1: Uh, Oh, sorry. I forget. (laughs) Yeah, you're on the other team. It can really add up and it doesn't leave a lot of money to spend on our kids. Not that it's about much, how much you spend but or how much they receive. To us, Christmas is all about our two little girls and this is who we feel we should be spending our money on. My husband's birthday is also less than one week before Christmas so December can be a tight month financially for us. We had discussed not buying presents for our adult family members with my in-laws. We pitched the idea of all of us going to dinner or doing a family day instead of gifts. It was almost like we were not it was almost like we were not heard next year. We have made up our minds that we will only be buying for our kids. My question is, how do we go about telling our families this without seeming rude or cheap? I'm worried that they will not respond. Well, thank you for advice and laughter. Thank you, Kelly. Yeah, Kelly. <sighs> Girl. Well, let me tell you, here's what I, here's what we did. And it worked out quite nicely is you just say that, like I, why am I, I i mean look i don't know my i feel like i've set the precedence in our with my in-laws that they kind of know that i'm a little bit of an a-hole and that i like you just got to take it or leave it like i so we, we did we said no no presents for adults except for that white elephant gift that you it's a value of less than i think we said at 35 dollars so everyone can get one gift the adults so we did buy one gift for every you know for the white elephant thing um, and you just say, like, what am I going to get the adults here? You guys have everything you need. You're in your 70s, for God's sakes. How much more stuff do you need? Um, you really, it's like pointless. And, um, yeah, you're going to sound rude and you're going to sound cheap. But you know what? So what? <laughs> like, who cares? I think I'm, if someone's honest with themselves, like, they're kind of going to be relieved. They don't have to buy gifts for everybody in the stinking family. I mean, what are you going to buy a grown up? What's the point? It's stupid, right?
0: Right. So, it's so stupid. hold on. So, just trying to just trying to think of this question. So, what's the play by play? in letting them know that this ain't happening. Sure, Is it sure, Just sure. like a group text, or oh no, like no, no, no. How no, far in advance do they have to know? And-
1: never text because that opens up a flurry of dialogue. I don't respond to group texts from the family. I just pretend like I don't even see them. I don't. Here's what you do. Iris, who was on the show before Christmas, remember, we talked about producing our holidays. So she sent out, um, what's that called? The set expectation email. And we did that about, we did that uh, right around Thanksgiving, right? Mm. Yes, to have the expectations set. Now right, right I hosted. Right when people get into Christmas mode. That's, that's what's up. Now I hosted everybody this year. So it was like my house, my rules. And I said, "Hey, we're just gonna spo- we're gonna spoil the kids, and uh, the here's what the attire is on Christmas Eve. Here's what you're gonna expect. Here's what time dinner is, and this is what's gonna happen. It was like an itinerary, and I I swear to God, no questions, no whatever. It was so clean and easy. So you can, if I were you, I might send it out as like, uh, hey, here's a suggestion. Are we all on board for this as an email? Because if it's not your house and you're not hosting, you can't really demand." Too much, right? I think she would have to. But then, wouldn't fish for it? Does that
0: open? So you did that this year? Yeah. So were there any? Did anyone respond to that email?
1: Um, Or was everyone just like, "Yep, sounds good." Everyone was like, "Yep, sounds good," because who the hell wants to add more to their plate? And you're right; it's already such an expensive time of year traveling and all that shit just get it
0: for the kids and probably send that email before any like black friday sales start going off so no one's like yeah in advance
1: maybe even before i think because here's Mm. the deal here's what i've learned when you (laughs) when you're planning stuff with people you got to get in there before anybody's even thinking about this stuff so that you're the first thought in the room there you go that's always the thing because you're like wow i wasn't even thinking about christmas if you start doing this in october (laughs) you start floating this idea of no gifts for adults by November, it sounds like the only idea that's been floated. Now you're the genius that came up with how the holidays are going to go. That's what I think the key is. Just get in smart. early. Yeah, I'm smart. So smart. I'm smart. I know what's to do. You just got to get in early. Okay. Oh, this one I love. This is a response from a few episodes back Mom and Child Parking. Hi, Mommy. I absolutely love your podcast. Thank you so much. Recently, I've got much out of where my mom's at as I have an 11 month old little girl L. Oh. Hearing the mom the mom fails, she says M U M. So we know she's from England. Makes me feel so much better about some of the silly things I've done with Poppy. However, on your most recent podcast, you said something along the lines of, "Once you're no longer pregnant, there should be parking for mums." My question is, do you not get? parent and child parking in america we get it in the uk and it's beside the disabled parking bays they also are extra spacey so you don't dent doors and have room to get kids in and out of car seats love you once the boys get okay good can you fucking Oh, she's from scotland shannon from scotland are you freaking kidding me (laughs) parent and child see this is why the uk is so civilized like europe Western Europe, not my tribe. Western Europe is so civilized. They have things like parent and child parking. Look at this. Extra wide so you're not banging cars. Oh, I love this. They should do this for us in the US. I hate that we have all this money and we don't do anything positive with it. Look at that. Yeah,
0: this is such a good idea. Dude,
1: how much would this help you so you're not looking for a spot, your kids are crying?
0: The US is so behind.
1: I know, we're such dummies. We're such cowboys about stuff. You know why? Here's what would happen. Oh, Christ. Here's what would happen. Because that sign is of a woman, right? Parent and child. And it's a lady in a dress. And then they're going to say, but what about, what about you're gendering the lady? What if it's a thing? And what if, what if I identify as a child? What if I do role playing and I'm a baby on the weekends? Like we would have so many stupid people protesting that. For instance, you know what I love? The one thing I loved about the Middle East, I've been there a few times doing gigs for um, over for the military. I don't like a lot culturally about the Middle East. I'm going to be very honest with you because I don't think it's a good place for women. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just do a little googly doodly search on the Middle East. It's not a good place for us. But one thing I freaking love when I visit like the UAE or Bahrain, Dubai, these places, they have what's called family restaurants, and then they have the family section in the restaurant, and then a section for single men, so that the married people, the women, the children, and the married men sit in one section, and then all the dirtbag single men, the perverts, can go sit alone, and I. Loved it. It was wonderful. That
0: sounds like a dream.
1: I know, but you know, we can't do that in America because people be like, that's discrimination. I'm a single man who identifies as a mom. <laughs> like, okay. So, don't you think people would yeah. go nuts? And it's
0: like, okay, well, then sit next to this crying baby, you dumb.
1: Yeah, dummy. Yeah, like, wouldn't you just love to go and get your buffalo wild wings away from screaming kids? Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Anything
0: I could do to get crying kids out of my life I'm, is a godsend. All
1: right. See, I didn't even think of it from your your perspective, like, yeah, you don't want weird dudes looking at your children and you, and weird dudes don't want to see crying babies and live with us. So perfect.
0: Yeah, that's if there was so when, restaurants when? in L.A. that did that. That's segregated. The first ones that did that would be parenting money.
1: I know there because there there are restaurants. This is a parent thing, by the way. There are restaurants that. Parents, families go to because it's loud and your kids can act like idiots, like um, Rockin' Brews is one of them here in like Redondo Beach where we, you can take your kids to because there's like 10 TV screens all blaring loud and your kids can scream and throw shit and no one's going to say anything. Shakies. Shakies, Like all these. Chuck E. Cheese. Ch- yeah, all these dumps, right? Like these horrible places. But imagine if they just had like a section where you could just be loud with your kid and you're not ruining anybody's time. It would be a maze. Oh, we need to start doing this, segregating by a single man. Could you imagine? America would never let that happen. I'm a single man. I'm being discriminated.
0: Well, I mean, you know, maybe if you just say, uh, if they make it, if we workshop it, so that's just like with child area and then without child area, because but- I wouldn't be upset being in a room with a married couple that doesn't have any kids. That's just like, yeah, well, that's just a normal right. couple that isn't intruding on my quiet space.
1: Dude, it would be like. The smoking or non-smoking sections, like back in the day, smoking or non, children or no children. I would fucking love Hell that. Oh yeah. See, but then people are too butt hurt in America about, they'll be like, that's rude, that's discrimination, you're just, discrim- and it's oh. like, okay, we'll
0: tell you what, we'll put you in the crying baby room so you can yeah. stop complaining.
1: Yeah, how about that? Enjoy that shit. I agree, because I'm always paranoid about ruining other people's dinners when I'm with my my animal, my two little animal boys. Because they're kids. They're, they ruin everybody's good time. That's what they do. Oh, it'd be so nice just to have a place to let them roam free. Also, in Japan, I just found out, on the subway, they have female-only cars. Because in Japan, the, the public transportation is so jam-packed that you're literally mashed up against... You're pressed so tightly against other people on the subways like you're literally just face to face that they have a female only car so women don't have to get bumped up against by dudes bulges and I think that's phenomenal would never happen here, but I'm praying for it. So civilized, Japan is the most civilized, I think. They've got everything right. They line up for everything too. They line up, the British love to queue up too. They line up, not Hungarians, they don't line up for shit. Yeah, when I or would,
0: Israelis. Right? Push and shove is our line.
1: Yes, it's just so undignified. I was at a McDonald's in Budapest and they don't even line up for that. They just like animals were just waiting and pushing each other, yeah.
0: Yeah, there's no line. Just assert yourself. Yes. Which is god awful. There's no uh, rule or order. (laughs) Fuck that.
1: It's so vulgar. And Tom had to kind of Americanize me and make me like he had to civilize me. I always say that. Like, for instance, we got this email from this woman we're doing some business with. And she's so proper, you know, like she uses such like white lady speak. Well, we need to touch base and then... (sighs) Once we de- we've we devised a thing, then we can, and, and I literally, sometimes I don't even understand what white people are saying when they're so white that I, I forward it to Tom. I go, I like her so much, but I don't know what she's saying. Can you translate this from white person to like me? Because I don't know what the fuck these white people are talking about. I am white too, but I'm a, I'm a dirty Eastern blocker, you know. I'm just we're, we're, I was raised like a savage too. I don't I don't know how to act normal. Okay.
0: No, yeah, that's actually right? a really good cheat cheat uh like a good cheat, at least for me, like when we have like family from Israel coming to visit oh boy, and yeah. we go to like an amusement park. Oh boy. It's having someone who's okay being an asshole leading the way so you <laughs> don't have to be, be like hey uh 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 I don't know. Hey, Benny, uh, we need to get to the front of this line. Just do yeah. your Israeli thing. Do your thing. Yeah. And then yes. you just grab to the back of their shirt and then just push through Ugh. everyone to get to the front.
1: I know it works in some regard. Like we, let's put it this way. If America collapses tomorrow, it's the immigrants that are going to fucking survive. It's people like you and me and that have been through some shit. We'll be like, I can hawk this jewelry. For a car I can like I survive. I'm a cockroach. Yeah,
0: right. We could justify anything. It was just like gotta eat.
1: Yeah, gotta Gotta eat." eat. Well, in Hungary, too, the bumper cars, I remember when I went to that amusement park in Budapest, they don't even line up. You literally, you huddle around the bumper cars in a circle, and then the bumper cars stop, and everyone just bum rushes, and you fucking throw the person out. It's terrible.
0: Yeah, it's terrible.
1: It's terrible.
0: Yeah, 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 Savagery. I remember going to the Israeli it's no fun either. It oh. was just a dick nonstop for <laughs> no reason. Terrible. So Terrible people.
1: <laughs> I love America. Listen, if, if you think I don't love America, you can better get your life. It is fantastic. But we do need to be a little more civilized on stuff. So it is the new year. I can't believe it's 2020. I mean, I did not think I would live this long. Do you remember when you were a, a small child? When I was, like in 1984, I was, what, nine, eight or nine? And I remember thinking, oh my god, in the year 2000, I'm gonna be 40. I can't do math obviously clearly I wasn't good at math but I couldn't I couldn't even fathom what 43 years old like what would I be like what how would I live what is that even like it sounds so old anyways we're in 2020 and um what you got on the table guys are you what are the resolutions what are you resolving native anything exciting
0: Um, I don't know if I'm resolving anything exciting. Like, I feel like my resolution is to be more exciting. Like, (laughs) like, I need more hobbies. I need to be less of a lazy piece of shit. I should probably (laughs) take care of my health, you know, just like little things of being a normal person.
1: Yeah, I feel like those are those are mine, too. Like, I would like a hobby. That would be amazing if that that can't happen. I think that's not going to happen. But I do want to mom get hobbies? you you don't that's that's a nonsense idea is that possible it's bullshit just like this idea of self-care that these fucking mommy (laughs) bloggers put out there like you need to just take care of yourself first oh yeah good luck if you have multiple kids that shit ain't happening you're lucky if you can take a dump without uh, the kids and the dogs coming in there's no
0: securing your own oxygen mask first
1: (laughs) that's a joke that's a lie who does that right. There's no way there's no it's a frantic if if the airplane goes down I'm not gonna do me first I'm running to my babies I would die getting the masks on their faces first it's not gonna happen I don't know I think I feel like I always want to be thinner I want to get thinner younger and prettier this year and then um maybe just I should probably get a physical I don't really. Do you get physicals? Who does that?
0: When was the last time you had one? Like two years ago, three years ago. Okay, that's not too far away. It's not too bad. But I feel like you're probably due for one now.
1: I am, because this is the year. My age is when people die from stuff. Like you find out, like oh, it's just too
0: depressing. Well, no, you had a baby like a year ago, so right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you've you've been in contact with doctors. You're you're all right.
1: I think so. I think so. But you know, definitely gonna. Got a physical. You gotta get your boobs looked at and your vagina. Do you get your finger the finger in your bum hole yet?
0: Did I oh um I, prostate? Mean, I mean or th- what is it uh, I don't think they did it to check my prostate.
1: Oh, you've had like serious butt issues. Yeah,
0: I've had big old butt problems and so they're <sighs> they're up there for different reasons.
1: Oh my god, what a nightmare. Yeah. Anyways, I don't believe it so much in New Year's resolutions. I think mostly because I I'm always this person who's like I'm always working on myself. It's exhausting. I'm always convinced that I can be a better version of myself.
0: So with I New do Year's like that with New Year's resolutions, like is that is there a way to momify that? Like, do you try and come <laughs> up with resolutions for for your kids where you're like, well, you know, we <laughs> were doing this last year. Let's try and do you know X Y Z next year.
1: I'm convinced that I'm not doing enough for them like extracurriculars like they got to be in like five sports even though you know it's not happening but yeah I'm always like am I doing enough am I doing enough are they doing enough are they bored too much whatever because I don't even know what a normal childhood looks like I'm just winging it I think we're all winging it
0: but I mean I think you could also have like a resolution like oh I should be more hands-off next year you know hilarious like like, helicopter parents are like "Ah, I should let them turn into a person or something i mean i'm not a person i'm not a parent though so i don't know it's
1: hard to say i wish i could every year i do feel like it gets easier and easier for me to stop being perfect it does it definitely gets easier and easier because you start to see that they're turning out okay i'm like all right i did this i did this they're not they're not sociopaths they're not like lighting the cat on fire i think i did it this year Although I'm not sure. I think Ellis may have pooped in the playroom the other day. He said it was the dog, but I'm not sure. And I don't know if that makes him a sociopath. I'm going to have to ask a shrink about that one. <laughs> Ooh. Um, you know what, too? I will say this, is that I do struggle with just being grateful and like um, staying in my own lane, keeping your eyes on your own page. You know, sometimes I... I think to myself, I should be doing more at the career. I should be bigger. I should be <sighs> doing this and that. And then, you know, I always think to myself too, is like, hey man, when I'm on my deathbed, am I going to be stoked because I I sold more tickets in this city or I did this TV show or am, am I going to be stoked that I spent more time with my kids and my husband and I made a good life for them because, you know, I think that's the more important lane, right? You know, how much shit do you need? How much stuff do you want? I just want to be there.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah. You want wholesome family experiences with people that, maybe not even family, but just spending time with people People you like. like. You'll remember way more than, like, oh, yeah, there was that iPad that I got that I really liked in 2019.
1: Because I made more money because I was working harder. Like, that shit does not. I have to say, this is a sidebar, but Tom and I, we were just going over our, our staff for your mom's house and for this show and Studio Jeans. And there's not a bad egg in the bunch. I mean, we were sitting here. This is a compliment to my guys in the booth that we were oh, so, yeah, we're so amazed at how lovely all of you are and how grateful we are that we have such a good team and everybody is like rad. There's no shit, no turds in the bowl. And that's the goal, right? is to surround yourself with no no turds in the bowl. Just have a positive. try to have you know good people around you so there you go so thank you guys for being wonderful because you guys are thank
0: you thank
1: you give me my reward reward. i want all the come. (laughs) every time never stops being all uh let's go into so that's it for follow-ups let's get into some oh i like mom fail or mom win should we try that one? Yeah, you want
0: to do the new segment? Yeah, mom fail or mom right. we win? Do, we don't have a segment intro. That's for fine. You, Time for a round of <laughs> mom fail or mom win. Um, yeah. Okay, so go ahead. Uh, people have submitted some situations to us, right? Yes. Um. So we're going to view them and then they're not sure if it's a mom fail or a mom win. Okay. So then we decide if it's a win, it's a win or, or a fail. fail for the mom.
1: Okay, yeah, because sometimes we do get these submissions and they're like, I feel like such a bad mom, this thing happened. I'm like, no, you should be congratulating yourself that you're resourceful and you figured out how to get out of that jam. All right, Which we got?
0: Okay, so first let's start with this voicemail.
4: Hey mommy. This is Jessie from Northern California, and I have a mom win that I think is a win, and I also think it's going to make Christina cringe a bit. So (laughs) my, When my now 11-year-old daughter was about three, we were out to dinner, and she'd been being kind of fussy all day, but she's sitting at the table, and all of a sudden just looks sick, and I reach across the table and touch her forehead and she is burning up mm. so I go over to pick her up out of her chair and she starts puking in the middle of this restaurant and my immediate instinct is to grab her head and shove it down my shirt oh. so, so basically my brow was full of vomit and I don't think anybody else in the restaurant even knew what happened but we scurried out of the restaurant and Luckily, my husband was wearing a flannel with a T-shirt underneath it, so he gave me his flannel. (laughs) And, yeah, we took our babes home and took care of her. But, yeah, that's my mom win, maybe, mom fail. I don't know. You be the judge. Thanks, mommies. Bye. So
1: there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. There's a
0: lot in both columns for fail and win. Oh, my God. First
1: of all, that is my worst nightmare. Thank you. That is my worst nightmare. Have and you
0: ever had Ellis puke in public?
1: No, no. We stay home a lot. Knock on wood. We're dorks. Yeah, he's puked at the breakfast table, and he just put his head to the side and was like, <laughs> and thankfully we cover his chair in a Mickey Mouse sheet because it's covered in filth, so it was just easy, like the sheet we just took up.
0: Now, I want to ask, now baby puke is different yeah. from normal puke, right? Yeah, like, baby puke's Like easy. Ellis's puke is different from how when he was a baby right
1: yeah so when they're a baby it's just milk essentially so when your baby pukes up they just they spit up on you a lot it's just like milk it doesn't even smell rancid like vomit but then once they start eating food it smells like your puke like it is it's heinous bro it is so gnarly um all right let's go through it so now if she had sat in our children section of the restaurant (laughs) this would not have been such a big issue she probably wouldn't have had to let that kid puke down her shirt. Yeah, right.
0: There's no puke rules in the right. family with children section.
1: You can puke, shit, pee all over that section. That's what it's there for. <laughs> We're going to open our segregated restaurant where it's just women and children. Um,
0: yeah. So what do you think? I
1: don't know. That's a tough one because you don't want to make everyone else vomit around you. So I think it's a win because she was thinking of other people, mm. which is so incredibly valiant. Yeah. In that moment?
0: I would say mom instincts are definitely in the win column. Because yeah. the instincts to hide the puke, hide the shame, make sure no one else sees it. That's, or smells She's it. looking out for number one, right?
1: I mean, the cleanup had to have been gnar, gnar. Well, she
0: sacrificed herself. Yes, that's all we do. For it. That's I, all we do. That's all. I would say that's win-win. That's such a win. Well, I mean, win-lose, I mom guess. Sacrifice. Win-win-lose. All the time.
1: That's definite when. Oh my god. One time when I was waiting tables at an Indian restaurant in my twenties, Gary Oldman was in there and um somebody. That's crazy. Yeah, and I, I'm a huge fan. And somebody yeah, Tiptoes was amazing. Tiptoes is our favorite film mm-hmm. by Gary Oldman. Yeah. And somebody got up walked in front of his table and vomited in the middle of the restaurant and I was waiting tables at the time and I was like I've never seen that just someone get up walk in front of Gary Oldman and vomit on the floor I'm like that was pretty gnarly wait
0: they did it for Gary Oldman no
1: it just happened to me that he was sitting at this table and someone just barfed in the middle of the restaurant I was like dude that was pretty horrible uh,
0: that person was an adult
1: yeah <sighs> at the, um, the Indian restaurant was filthy it was probably from eating that shit but well, I say that's a mom win. Um, yeah, all I'd right. say let's mark that as a mom win. That's a win, dudes. All right, what, um, what's the I'd video? Say, I'd
0: say let's, uh, okay, so this video is from also a mommy named Christina. Oh. Ah. Um, and I'm going to play the video and you tell me what you think.
1: Okay. Is there puke involved?
0: Where did your sister kick you
5: earlier? On the vagina. She did? <laughs>
6: uh-huh. Did that
5: hurt? Yeah, she kicked me on like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I think it's an absolute win because she got her daughter to use the
0: proper word. That's exactly yeah. what I think. That
1: was awesome. Yeah,
0: that's. I don't think that could have gone any better. You know, yeah. someone asked her a question and she she answered in a way that was appropriate. Kicked me in my vagina. Kicked that's her right in the vagina.
1: Stunningly good work, mom. Stunningly good work. It sucks getting kicked in the vag, and it fucking really hurts, bro. All right, I got an email. My boss thinks my child is a TikTok. <laughs> Hi, Christina. I have a story about something my mom did that lies somewhere in between a mom hack and a mom fail. My mom is practically a single mother and she used to have to, she used to have to pick up my sister from elementary school every day. Her boss was really shitty and would make her stay way late. So she told her that my sister is TikToked, even though she only has very mild ADD. <laughs> so that she could leave earlier. One day, my mom brought my sister to work with her and she met the boss. (gasps) When she got home, my sister told me that her boss was very nice, but speaks very slowly. So I had to break the news to her. Although this mom hack worked, I would not recommend it tomorrow from Toronto. Hilarious. (laughs) My daughter's TikTok.
0: That's a good one, dude. So what do you think of that?
1: Oh, uh, that's a win.
0: You think so? Yeah.
1: Yeah, because, look, man, this woman has to go. She's a single mom. You got it by any means necessary to get out on time to get your kid from school. What do you think? You think it's a fail?
0: Lying? I don't know. I'm kind of on the line with it. Um, Just be, like that feels like the perfect. Like, I've used an excuse like that before on myself where it's like. But you know, No, no, no. Well, I mean, no, not, <laughs> not that specifically, but like, for example, if you're late for something or you couldn't show up to something, yeah. uh, you know the reason why is because i had explosive diarrhea that's a good one and then that's no one asks good. any follow up questions because yes. like oh geez okay and so i feel like oh yeah the TikTok. like if you don't say how tick your kid is yeah add is technically it's in that lane yeah, yeah. It's, if, if you're not ticking then you're talking yeah right? yeah um it's
1: a quarter tick tock it's a <laughs> yeah it's a it's quarter a percentage it's a quarter tick yeah
0: um so i think it's 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 a win in that sense in that you're finding an excuse that warrants no more follow up questions.
1: Well, yeah, especially when it's your kids. No one's going to fucking ask. Yeah, that's true. That is the that is strong. Explosive diarrhea is the best excuse to get out of work,
0: by the way, and vomiting. But you could only use that once. So I guess it's a win in this sense in that you could use it every day.
1: Yeah. I used to use my sick mom all the time, which was horribly unethical. I'll be like, my mom's sick. Which well, she was at the time. I was talking to her, but I would use it a lot. <laughs> Let's do some straight mom fails. Let's do: Now, it's
0: time for a round of mom, mom fails. fails.: All right, so we're going to start with a video from Brittany.
5: So I was driving and I was trying to distract my son and he
6: there was hitting he is. his
5: cup against um, the <laughs> cup holder in his car seat. I turn around and this is what it looks like now.
1: Oh, oh, oh God. Yeah, that's like every minute of every day with boys. I it's like constant my little the the baby's got the bottle with the milk in it and he's pouring it on the counter I turn my back now Ellis is in the toilet and he's playing with the brush she's putting the toilet brush in the toilet and putting water everywhere I'm going to fix Ellis and now the baby has somehow found matches and is playing with the matches or the fire the, the the clicker the lighter it's like it's just constant cleanup and constant constant oh it's so exhausting so old um shaky toy oh jesus shout out to that time my son found my vibrator it's not the first time one time he found it when he was two and woke me up by shoving it in my mouth (laughs) every time i think i've hidden it well enough i haven't love you guys sandra that's horrendous (laughs) That was horrendous. I would throw up. So mortifying. Oh, my God. Okay. Do we have a picture for this one? The hair fire one, Native?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, from uh, from Hannah, right?
1: Yeah, Hannah from Ohio writes, Hey, Christine, love your podcast. I have a mom fail for (laughs) you. Attached is a terrifying picture of me catching my daughter's hair on fire while blowing out my birthday candles. Don't worry, it hardly caught on fire. (laughs) Because everyone in the room, aside from myself, realized what was happening and quickly pulled us back before we got too close. What can I say? I'm 25, but I still enjoy making a wish with my eyes closed. Hilarious, (laughs) It is right there. And that hair burns up quick, boy. Let me tell you. I remember one time I burned all my eyelashes off when I was lighting a cigarette off the stove when I was like 14 years old. Like you smell it first and then you hear it. I mean um, you smell it and then you see it when you're when you're burning your hair it's really weird
0: that smell is pretty pretty distinct Yeah burnt hair is pretty funny Have
1: you done that have you burned your eyelashes yet
0: um, I feel like I might have done that in college, trying to <laughs> light a joint off a stovetop. And, that's
1: the worst way. Yeah,
0: and I think it was like a metal coil too, so it was really fucking.
1: <laughs> that's hot. how I fucked up my eyelashes. Yeah. <laughs> you can never light your cigarette off of a metal coil. Yeah, that's the danger zone.
0: Yeah, the the the, the it gets exponentially hotter the closer you get, and you I don't know. even realize because you're like, "Well, I don't see a flame. How hot is this really?" Right? Uh, and it's
1: so much hot worse. enough to boil
0: water. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's so- <laughs>
1: Right, cause at least the burner, like you see the tip of the flame, that's the hottest, so you know, like oh, I lean in a little bit.
0: Right, you have a yeah. good more sense of like yeah. spatial awareness <laughs> yeah. when you see a flame, but that that coil will yeah. burn your hair off.
1: You'll get like jack, bro. The worst though, have you ever lit your cigarette off the electric stove? That takes forever.
0: Oh well. I think after (laughs) I started burning my hair off, I realized like, oh, you could kind of just drag it on the metal coil for it to catch an ember, and then you just take it outside and get it going out there. You come up up with with all these workarounds if you need to.
1: Yeah. Yep. Well, poor girl. There you go. Well, they caught it in time. It does go fast, though. That hair burns real quick. You got to be careful all right bath time my name is anna from wichita kansas i'm a big fan of all shows ymh why thank you my love Over the last year, our three-year-old has been learning things like brushing his own teeth, dressing himself, and washing his own hair. The other night, he yelled for me to come see that he had washed his own hair all by himself. I walked in, and he was way too proud of himself. I couldn't tell him he had used my face wash Oh, instead of shampoo. Keep him high and tight, all of that. That sucks. Poor little buddy. They don't know the difference between anything. But at least he didn't pour out all the shampoo, all the face wash into the bath, which is what my older boy loves to do. He thinks it's really funny to take the sham, the whatever bath stuff and just hurr, all, all of it. So I have to rip it out. No, that's a no, no. That's a no, no. That's a no, no. All day, every day.
0: So there you go. And he keeps on doing it.
1: He's such an asshole. Like he just will. He's been doing it since he was since he could. He grabs. I, I use Burt's the body wash for kids. It's like mm-hmm. this big, yeah. And he, and he, whenever he gets a hold of it, I want to wash myself, mommy. Okay. And if I turn my back for one second, just he loves to squirt the entire contents. There's gotta be
0: something asshole. on Amazon to help prevent that. Right? Yeah, of course. There's gotta be.
1: I just haven't found it yet. I buy everything else though. Now look it up. I know, right? Oh, and then they start playing with the drain, both the boys. They love pulling out the drain in the tub and they think that's funny. So now I'm constantly telling them not to do that with the drain.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, have you tried switching over to a pump? Here we go.
1: Child, no, because then what will happen is Ellis will grab that or the baby and then they'll start screaming and crying for me to open the thing. Open it. Open it. Open it. I'm like, oh, you fuckers. It's a no-win game, bro. You just got to rip it out of their hands entirely and just make a no-no. It's a no-no. Just the whole thing is a no-no. Mommy's the only one that touches the damn soap. All right. Kid promised to play nice. Hey, Christina, I have a mom fail for you. Recently, I decided to allow my son to play upstairs by himself. Oh, I don't know why I delivered a four-year-old I don't know why I believed a four-year-old when he promised me he'd stay in his room, but I really wanted to catch up on laundry. Yeah, yeah. He decided to take fun at his own hands and we still have stains all over the carpet, p- picks included. <laughs> Here we go. Let's see. Oh, man. <laughs> yep. I know I've had the exact same. Yep. It's, it looks like your lipstick. Yeah. Um, Ellis took my, yep. And the carpet, there's red lipstick in the carpet. Red lipstick on your white walls, red lipstick on the toys, on his face. 100%. Oh, yeah. Son of a bitch. I've been tricked, too, girl. Yeah. That's a bitch getting off your walls, too. Oh, and the face. He's so cute, though. Oh, they're cute, aren't they? They'll lie you. They'll lie to you every time. Don't turn your back for an instant, these little little stinkers. Okay. Um, This one's funny. What the hell? Missing Metallica to get Prego. Hey, Jeans, I've wanted to be a mommy as long as I can remember, but I've been patiently waiting for my husband to get on the same page. And holy shit, he finally has agreed, and we can start trying to conceive. Wish us luck. Yes, good luck. I was so excited, of course. However, as guilty as I feel to admit this... I was a teeny bit bummed because earlier this year, I pre-ordered tickets to see my favorite band in the world, mother effing Metallica at the Louder Than Life Festival. Last year, 40,000 people attended and I went and it was amazing. I got super contact high, but not the place for a pregnant lady, if you know what I mean. So I guess this is my first official mom fail. haha. But while I hopefully won't be able to see James, Lars, kirk and rob this year because i will have a huge prego belly i fully intend on singing my future children enter Sandman" to sleep every night piss on me beat me hilarious thank you guys well sarah i know i i um i did a similar i did the same thing i bought tickets to the breeders and then i ended up getting pregnant and it's like first trimester pregnant and i could not go because i would throw up everywhere if i went because you don't want people touching you and smoking dope around you while you're pregnant so there you go. You can always go to Metallica once you pump that kid out. Uh, what other fails do we have? Yeah, any we, more?
0: we have a whole bunch of voicemails. Ah. And, um, so this first one, ah. um, so this message, uh, you started off kind of mumbly. Yeah. Um, so there's not a bit of an introduction, but he gets right into it. But I think it's great. Okay.
7: My wife called me while I was traveling and said my son had to tell me what he got for his birthday. And he said, a pedophile truck. So, confused, I asked him to repeat it. He then again yelled, pedophile truck. Oh. And I said, huh. Um, like a van with no windows or like an ice cream truck, something like that. <laughs> he goes, no, a uh, pedophile truck so i'm at this point completely confused and listening to everybody laughing in the background when somebody yells it's a pedal fire truck pet- keep them high and tight
1: oh oh like a pet right like a fire truck you can pedal
0: it's a pedal fire truck oh my it's a god pedophile truck.
1: i know the kids they do that stuff y'all oh my god that's so funny that's so horrible a pedophile truck Oh, that's cute. I was like, how does he know that word? It's a big boy
0: word. That's a pretty advanced stranger danger lesson. God I'm damn! Right.
1: All right, what else we got?
5: Oh my Hi, Christina. This Hi, is Jesus. Casey from Texas, and I have one of the worst mom fails I've <laughs> ever had. I have four kids, so I have a lot of fails. But this one happened the other night between 5 and 7 in the evening, what I call the hell hours. The littles were rotating baths while I was trying to cook supper, in and out, and three was in the bath, and my oldest brought her to me because she was screaming. So I look, and she has gotten into my nail polish Oh! and painted her vagina with nail polish. So I get to call poison control, and the nurse laughed at me. We laughed together. She said everything should be fine, just put lotion or olive oil, something to get it off. But she was in the bath. So I went in, washed her off with soap and water, and she was perfectly okay. But that was definitely one of my most iconic mom fails in the 12 years that I have been mommy. Mm. Um, Thanks for doing this podcast. Uh, Keep them high and tight.
1: You got it. That sounds horrendous. <laughs> vag. Nail polish on your vag. I put nail polish remover on my vagina accidentally and that really hurt. So I, I guess the polish would hurt too. Yeah. Oh my God. That's terrible. Yeah. Five to seven is, are the hell hours. Um, Definitely when you're, putting kids down it's so funny because like, it's also when you're the most tired especially if you work during the day and you come home and like now you're just you're getting bath time you're getting dinner time ready uh nighttime trying to get them to sleep it's just like a battle gosh uh, feel free, girl all right what else we got
8: hi christina big fan of your podcast um i'm only 21 so i'm not ready to be a mama yet but i love getting insight from you and your viewers for when that day comes Um, I wanted to share a cool mom fail of my parents. Um, When my brother was a baby, my parents dipped Cheerios in milk and stuck them to his cheeks just for fun. And when they wiped him away, he looked like he'd been attacked by an octopus because it left little circles all over his face. And lo and behold, he's extremely allergic to cow milk. And that's how they found out. (laughs) Oh! But I guess it was all for the better. But it's definitely not a normal way to test for allergies. Um, oh, and I also wanted to mention that um, my dad says those heavy-duty earmuffs you wear to mow the lawn also work t- to take the edge off for screeching toddler tantrums. Wow. Oh. Anyway, thanks for listening. Ta-ta there.
1: <laughs> Ta-ta there. Tic-tac. She put that in there right at the end. I like that. Um, that's a really good thing about the earmuffs. I'm going to look into that because, man, yesterday, Jujito was just screaming. I was, like, ready to lose my mind. Um but yeah, that's a good one. It's a better way to find out your kid's allergic to milk than letting him drink a bunch, that's for sure, because you do to have to deal with the puking at least. So
0: True, I feel like if he it's had a, a glass win. of milk, that'd be, they'd, they'd have a much worse trip to the yeah, hospital.
1: Yeah, disastrous. I'd say that's a, a parent win. Damn, that's how you should do it. <laughs> good Cheerios to your face, kid's face. <laughs> what else? Keep them coming, I like these.
6: So I have three mom fails oh. for my 12-year-old son uh, when he was... One and a half. He wanted to carry the cookies in from the car, and I wouldn't let him because I didn't want him to drop it. So I left him in the garage um, while he was throwing a fit so I could go inside and um, put them down. Came back out, blood everywhere. He had tripped and fallen into his head on a paint can that was sitting next to the wall. Required four stitches. Second one. Mm. He was about one and a half standing next to the sofa. I saw him put something into his mouth, thought it was a raisin because he ate them all the time. As he was putting it in his mouth, I realized it was a piece of shit that had fallen out of his pant legs because he was potty training and um, had to pull that out. Disgusting. Still look at his face today and think about that shit going in his mouth. Oh, my God. Third and last one when he was about one and a half. This is terrible. He told me to shut up while I was trying to change his diaper and walked away. Grabbed him, hit him so hard uh, on his butt, smacked him on his butt. um, Felt terrible, still feel guilty uh, 11 years later, but he's never told me to shut up again. Have a good day. Bye.
1: Damn, she's cold as ice. Yeah, but he tells his therapist about that. Don't worry. (laughs) Damn. I mean, those are legit mom feels, I will say. Getting four stitches because you left them alone in the garage at that age. Yeah, lady, that's that's pretty gnarly. That's a precarious age that you're dealing with, though. You basically do have to keep an eye on them 24-7. All it is is don't put down your mouth. Don't be alone. You can't leave them alone. You can't take your eyes off of them. Dude. I just keep thinking about him eating poopy.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's a, that's a real thing, you know? it's a, They don't know that that's of as course. disgusting as it is.
1: You have to tell them not to... You have to tell them not to jam their fingers up their butt and then put their fingers in their mouth. You have to tell them not to touch their poo all the time, like the first three or four years of their life. Don't touch your poo. Can I see it? No. Can I touch it? No. (laughs) They love their poopy. They love everything that comes out of them.
0: (sighs) Speaking of poopy, we got one more fill. Great.
4: Hey, mommies. So I have a two-year-old little girl and a four-month little boy. And my little girl is super into puppies right now, so she actually um, reacts better to calling her a good dog or a bad dog uh, <laughs> to affect her behavior. Well, so she uh, said she had to go potty, so we're potty training, and took her in the bathroom, did not bring wet wipes, um, opened her pull-up on one side, and there's poop. And I'm like, oh, no. Okay, so I said, lay down, lay down, go to get the wipes. She Doesn't lay down at all. In fact, I come back, and she is up. And if you can picture it, wiping her butt on the rug like our chihuahua does. (laughs) Thanks, mommies.
1: Good dog, bad dog. That's my favorite. You're a good dog, you're a bad dog. Well, that's hot hot, salad. Hey, man. She figured that shit out on her own. Let's do some mom hacks. And then, um, yeah, here we go. Laundry hack. Please give me a laundry hack. I feel like that's the never-ending situation i was doing my laundry thinking about the conversation you and leanne had about laundry currently i do all the family's laundry and i have a winning tip instead of sorting by color like we were taught sort by person yes in the laundry room i have a sorter with each family member's initial on it and each day i do one member of family's laundry the kids love looking for their sparkly letter bin and adding laundry to it i use glitter glue to initial the bins then it's easy to put the laundry away after i fold it and no putting socks in the wrong person's drawer such a suburban mom such a suburban mom hack but it saves time making multiple piles and putting laundry away in three rooms each day katie katie that is genius level mom hack i've never heard of that uh but that is fantastic especially if you make it fun for them to put their stuff in their own particular bin. That is brilliant. Okay, here's another mom hack. Christina, I am a 40 year old dad of two, nine and 14. Uh, Here's a great one that has been a lifesaver over the years. My kids make some of the biggest, most dense shits that I've ever seen, easily three to four times larger than my adult shits. Jesus. Needless to say, these never want to go down the toilet. Rather than fuck around with plungers or anything else to break up these literal logs, I just grab some dish soap. What? Give it a few squirts of dawn and wait a few minutes. The soap will help to reduce the density of the poop and lubricate the toilet pole, So it will flush away with ease. This works so well. They really ought to put it in the commercials. <laughs> I love the podcast and do show, shows in Atlanta. Thanks, TK. Wow, that's a really neat one, TK. <laughs> We may have to use that at YMH Studios. My husband tends to clog up the toilet here. Nadav, go get some dish soap for my hubby.
0: You got it. You
1: got it. All right, let's do. I guess we'll leave with some. Um, what would CP do? And then, uh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, hey, Christina. Cool, mom. Oh, wait, hold on. What? Hold we on. have more. Hold on
0: you got mom questions cp's got mom answers what would christina p do i
1: didn't realize i forgot okay we have a cool mom from chilly scotland oh scotland i love it i love scotland by the way so much more fun i had so much more fun there than i did in england for many for many reasons well i wasn't a stuffy part of england maybe that's why my daughter who is Three woke up this morning and asked me why dad dad's pee, why dad dad pees from his belly button. (laughs) As it's a house of girls, he pees sitting down so they don't ask questions, but she must have caught him. I told her it doesn't work that way, and she said, Oh my god, have you not seen dad dad do that yet? watch him wee wee today he squeezes it over the toilet and wee wee comes (laughs) I managed to just move conversation on but what should I say I'm not sure if a three-year-old girl should be told about the bits below that below that high and tight belt love you mommy Jasmine I don't know I I think it's better to introduce them early to that stuff just explain it very matter of fact and um you know, let her know that boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. Um, Ellis walked in on me in the shower a couple weeks back or, I don't know, a month back. And he's like, what's that? Like, he just pointed at it. And I'm like, it's my vagina, dude. It's where you came from, bro. And he was like, all right. <laughs> you blasted that area, dude. It's where you came from, mm-hmm. homie. He didn't seem too affected. So, yeah, just tell him the truth. It's just anatomy. They're just parts, just skin, flaps of skin, nerve endings. Uh, Getting over baby fever. Hi, mommy. My name is Autumn. I'm 25 and have two little genes. Eight years old and three years old. Yes, that means I had my first kid at 17 and my second kid at 22. Both were oops. I got pregnant my first time after having sex and my second baby. I was on birth control. Anyways, my hubby and I, after many years of struggling, are finally in a good place relationship-wise and financial as well. But I have been getting baby fever like bad. I was going through all my, my son's baby clothes and I could smell that sweet newborn smell i know we don't have the resources right now to have another baby and i fear bringing it up to hubby because i don't want him to think i want a baby right now or have him think every time we make sweet sweet love i am attempting to get pregnant for fuck's sake i still have my next plan on i guess that's um Birth control. What's the best way to get over baby fever and should I bring this up to my husband? Thanks, and how Autumn. Well, Autumn, I don't know why you're hiding your baby fever. Um you say you're in a good place relationship and financial wise, so I'm not sure what the problem would be. It's but you say I know we don't have the resources right now to have a baby. Well, listen, I say you bring it up with him because I, I think it's um I think the only thing you don't want to have in this life is regret. And if you have it in your little heart to make another little jeans, um, why not go for it? You have a good relationship, you've got the money, just bring it up. I'd say float the idea and just jokey jokey, see how he responds. Um, let's see, you've got an eight-year-old and a three-year-old. So you guys are kind of out of those those woods, but you're still in diapers, baby, with a three-year-old. So it's not so crazy. Now's the time. I would say do it, just float the idea my advice to ladies is be as manipulative as possible and you bring up this topic after making sweet marital love at least that's when my husband is most malleable to my suggestions or after you fed him a nice meal that's what guys like getting laid and eating so if you can satisfy those primal needs first um they're way more they're way more susceptible to your charms you know what i'm saying you gotta charm them sit in his lap tell him he's handsome Come on. What are you fucking new? See, this is the problem with the women's movement is that you guys have forgotten. Women have forgotten the powers of feminine persuasion. You forget the powers of manipulation sexually with food, with all the things that men like. You got to do it sometimes. Just massaging. You're just massaging uh, the, the wheels of marriage. You know what I'm saying? You got to use your feminine charms your while. wild so just charm him a little and see if he'll do it and if not don't push the guy you know because at the end of the day you know they, they feel the financial pressure they got to provide 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 okay oh we have do we have any uh, oh let's do voicemails
3: hi. hi so I really want to talk about my situation between my two boys right now so my five I have a five year old and I have a 21 month old And the younger one just loves to beat the shit out of the older one. It's really, really fun for me because he just goes up to the older one and hits him or bites him and laughs. Like, it's the funniest fucking thing he's ever seen. And I don't really know what to do about it. Um, I try saying gentle touches or be nice or no, and nothing really seems to work my... Little one just thinks it's the most hilarious thing ever to beat the shit out of his older brother. That's crazy. And sometimes other kids a daycare, which is really, really awesome for me as a mom. It's <laughs> nice to try to figure out how to deal with that. So, would love your advice on how to deal with abusive younger brothers. Awesome. All right. Thank you. I mean,
1: I got to say, in our house, it's the um, it's the opposite. The pecking order is usually that the older bro, at least in our house, the older bro constantly wants to kill the younger one.
0: Yep, that's my house too. <laughs> is that
1: right? So yeah. what, what did you guys do? Because we're figuring it out ourselves.
0: Uh, I mean, if you have two sons, that's going to happen. They're yeah. going to beat the shit out of each other. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, for the most part, there wasn't really any hate involved when me and my brother did it. We just... Loved the act of fighting, you know.
1: <laughs> I know. It's
0: like, the, and we got so excited when the family had plans that me and my brother weren't involved in, because it's like, oh fuck yeah, dude, we're gonna pull the mattresses <laughs> out and we're literally gonna beat the shit out of each other for a couple hours till they come back.
2: I um, know.
0: It's what boys like doing, you know. It's roughhousing. They like to roughhouse, but I don't know what to do when they're that young. I but, know. But that you're is right. something that does happen.
1: They love to roughhouse, and there's nothing. Uh, and, and even at school ellis does it consensually with other boys they do the pushing game where n- they don't get in trouble for it because everyone's all the boys are in on it and ellis tried the pushing game with his cousin paloma iris's daughter and she was like what the fuck dude? do not push me i'm a girl you re- you know you TikTok." uh but uh whoops no one heard that right uh so um it is a boy thing. If you're having trouble with school, he could be aggressive. Like This could be an anger thing. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think maybe, at least for the young one, like, I mean, we're not experts, so definitely yeah. get a specialist involved. Yeah. But I'd say for the older one, it's important to kind of be like, hey, you know, if someone pushes you around and you don't like yes. it, you know, like you don't, don't start fights, but you know,
1: step off, homie. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like make sure that people know that you ain't about that life,
1: especially dudes. I mean, yeah, you gotta you gotta encourage it. I always listen, and I know it's not the popular thing now. Um, and at school, your kid can get in trouble for fighting back. Did you know that that you get your kid gets suspended if they hit back? But I always tell my boys, if someone messes with you, you mess right on back. You defend yourself. And to me, that's the right thing to do. I'm not going to let some kid push me. Why would you let someone push your child around? It's nutty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah don't don't
0: start fights. Fucking end them.
1: Hell yeah, bro. And that's some old school stuff. I don't know. Whatever. But uh, also be cautious. Maybe the older boy. Does he feel like it, is he being protected and everything? You may want to have someone look into this because I just don't know. I'm sorry. I wish I knew more. I do know that we have the ouchie game in our house. Like, like Nadav was saying, very common. The kids love hurting me. I've had a red mark on my neck from my little infant last night just throat ripping me with his nails. I don't know if you can see the red marks. And they laugh hysterically. My infant will just, and then they do it. It's the ouchie game. So it is within the realm of norm. But uh, if he's doing it at school too, I don't know. That's a whole other deal, man. You may want to ask the teacher even what, what they suggest. So... Uh, what other? One more. Let's do one more voicemail, and then we'll we'll wrap it up for sure. Yeah,
0: we got one more.
7: Hi, Hitler, (laughs) longtime listener, first time caller. I have a question for Mommy Kirsten. Was wondering if and or how your relationship with Tom changed when you had Ellis, and how your relationship with Tom and Ellis changed when you had Julian. Um, I have a five month old, and I feel guilty saying that I love my baby more than I love my husband. Not that I love my husband less than before. I mean, without him, I wouldn't have my daughter. But I wouldn't put up with his shit if I didn't actually love him. So I'm just wondering, you know, like, she grew, she lived and grew in my belly for nine months. I birthed her. She feeds off of me. It's a different type of relationship, a different type of connection. She's like a part of me, you know? So should I feel guilty? Is it wrong of me to feel this way? Is it normal? I'm hoping to have more children. So I wonder if I would feel this way, um... Would I have another kid. So I was curious if you struggled with this type of emotion with each new addition to your family. Uh, representing all the pussy-eyed fans out there, thank what? you for your podcast for <laughs> learning, learning to not just be a regular mom, but a cool mom, just like you. <laughs> thank you.
1: A pussy-eyed fan? I, th-
0: I think that's what I heard, too. A pussy-eyed.
1: I think she's referring to the Hungarian racial slur of puntsy-semed, which is what, uh, which is pussy-eyed. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yes. I remember so we she went must... over
0: slurs for, uh, For Asian people. Oh, okay. So
1: she must be Asian. Well, shout out. Thank you. I'm so excited to have an Asian mom listener. It's great. So I think what you're really asking is, I'm so in love with my baby. I think I might prefer my infant, my newborn to the toddler, to the husband, to whomever in my life. And I feel guilty. Um, Yeah, I think it's totally normal because you're making... First of all, you go from a couple, right? It's you and the hubby, and then you're making that into a triad when you add your first child, and there's an adjustment to that. And then once you have your little triad, now you're making it, what is it, a quadruples, a quadrant, Uh,
0: a quadruple? A a quad set. A
1: quad set. Is that it? I don't freaking (laughs) know. Ask the college kid. Zolo, a quadruple, a quadruple. A a thruple is a three. A four piece? a four-piece a four meal a four-piece meal it's a four-meal combo <laughs> Quadruplet, quadruple and um so there's adjustments in every relationship and you're just adjusting and learning and i think too a lot of it is like you might at times at least for me i fluctuate in between just relating to a developmental era more like i might prefer being around one child more than the other not because of their personality but maybe because of what they're going through (laughs) like it just might annoy me more to be in that month age or that year age so I probably you know for a minute might be favoring somebody else in my head even though I really tried to show them equal attention and love clearly um I think it's super normal I mean you're super attached to your infant and that's like that's what you're supposed to be doing and it feels you do feel guilty I actually had the opposite when I had Julian I felt really guilty about having to not spend as I wasn't able to spend as much time with Ellis because I was in the last month of pregnancy and then you have the baby and I felt like I was ignoring Ellis and I was just so upset because uh, I had such a close bond with him um, but yeah I think you go back and forth you fluctuate here and there someone's your you guys are having this particular like right now I'm in a romance phase with um, Julian because he's so sweet and he's such a he's attached to my hip right now and I just I'm in love I'm in love with all my both my children but it just fluctuates normal normal as far as the husband goes it does get harder with each new child because you just have less and less time and it does add more stress to the relationship when you know, someone mentioned that 5 to 7 p.m. time of putting kids down. Talk about a nightmare. Like it's, now it's two screaming people and you're trying to get two kids in a bath and two kids in pajamas and one of you takes one and the other takes the other. And uh, the only thing I can suggest that really helped us was having structure and a routine down so that everybody knows what to expect. And by seven o'clock, the house is really usually quiet unless something is going on, somebody's sick or something like that. And then um, Daddy and I have our time, and that's really, really important to us, Tommy and I, that we have at least those couple or two or three hours every night that he's home that we're together, just Mommy, Daddy. We have no babies in the bed, um, and we just reconnect there. It's just it's an effort. It's just effort. It really is to keep the marriage together, to stay connected. Um, and, um, And Tom and I are also really open with how we feel about kids at the time you know uh oh, you know so-and-so's being a real asshole right now so-and-so just did that oh my god like we bond over that i would even tell my husband i really love this baby more than i love you right now i hate to tell you this but i would fucking if we were in a boat and i had to choose between you or the baby i would kill you so fast like i would tell tom that all the time like i just love ellis so much more than you i think I julian's that. way more attractive than you or like better um just be honest be honest Okay. Leave me a voicemail you guys Two one three three seven five five one eight four. Again that number Two one three three seven five five one eight four. I love videos. I love seeing your faces. Send me a video to where my mom's at at gmail.com. Send me emails Yeah, me and send voicemails. us uh stuff for
0: the new segment, mom fail or, or mom win.
1: a mom win. It's the new year you guys and I really hope uh 2020 is going to be wonderful for you and uh and yeah, I'm so excited. Thank you so much. This this first year of where my mom's at has been really amazing. How When did we start this show, Native? I don't even remember. It's not that um, long this ago. This is
0: episode 27. So I'd say this is exactly at the very close to the halfway mark.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's so we, it.
0: We've been, what do you mean that's it? We've been doing this for six months. <laughs> That's
1: a lot, dude. Is it? Oh, yeah. I, my, my I guess in my head. We've only been in this new studio for one year, dude. Oh, that's right. I guess compared to YMH time, because we've done that show for so many years, that this feels like such a newer endeavor. Yeah. But um, I just want to thank you for listening to the show, for for supporting and for sending these emails. And I read them all, even though I may not answer them all. And I really appreciate you guys buying the shirts and coming out to the shows. And I hope to see you uh, when I do my live dates, okay. So, uh, I'll see you until next time. Stay cool, mom. Where my mom's? Where my mom's? Where my mom's at?
0: Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's? Where my mom's? Where my mom's, where my moms at?
5: Where my mom's at? Podcast with Christina P.